everyone and welcome to cgf minis off season 2023 season awards my name is jacob park my name is wyatt keener and a special guest appearance today from none other than hunter hawes hunter how are you doing great uh feel honored to be back so quickly on the show yeah we need the league commissioner for uh such a special occasion you got your bow tie on your tuxedo and uh your Ready to shake the hands of all these important winners. Absolutely. Just finished polishing polishing the trophies and can't wait to assign all the awards in Sleeper uh, once the episode has come out. Uh, <laughs> we'll give 24 hours so everyone can uh, you know be surprised on the podcast. No, we know William like, won't be helping you. That's right. He doesn't know how to do it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, without further ado, Jake, you want to get to the uh nominees are we going in this order maybe we should have talked about the order we're going in because we're giving the big one away first is that right no yeah I get, well starts with i got 2023 player of the year first yeah i feel like that's the big dog but cool. i think that's gm is the okay, biggest we'll, we'll go in order then <laughs> all right all right for 2023 player of the year our nominees were travis kelsey of the gotham knights Jalen Hurts of the Bruce Matthews or Justin Jefferson of the Bruce Matthews. And taking home the 2023 corporate global fantasy football player of the year is Jalen Hurts, QB Bruce Matthews. Hunter, you've got a stake in this. Travis Kelsey, a uh, phenomenal season and no player of the year award. What's your immediate reaction? Yeah. Uh, my immediate reaction is congratulations to just uh, Justin Jalen Hurts. Sorry, uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, he, he definitely had a great season. You know, I think we have all uh, kind of just gotten used to Kelsey dominating the tight end position as he's been number one every year for like the last six years, except for one. I think he lost to Waller. <laughs> but this year in particular, he he was so far ahead of the other tight ends. Uh, and in our our league, I think, you know, he was so important in my comeback that I feel like he should have won, but it was a close, a close vote. Uh, Jalen Hurts did have a great season. Uh, sorry about my dog barking there, everybody. Uh, I think you're being way too diplomatic. I'm a big Jalen Hurts fan, and what he did was undeniable this year. But uh, at the same time, Travis Kelsey had over 100 more points than the next tight end. Like the value that he adds at that position. Um, and a, uh, what he was able to do for you, you gave up a big package to get him, of course. But uh, yeah, I was trying to, I was trying to pull that up actually, that which is why I sounded so diplomatic uh, as I was looking on my phone. Um, but not only did was he 120 points above any tight end, he was only uh 1.4 points behind Eckler for being the number one non-quarterback. So he was just absolutely a monster this season. Uh, but you know. People like a good quarterback. They always win the MVPs. Is that going to start happening here in, in CGF Player of the Year awards too? Hard to uh, hard to deny the impact he had on the Bruce' incredible run, and um, so I mean, again, two two nominees from the Bruce Matthews, an incredible year for them, behind two superstars and Jalen Hurts. Certainly an exciting player to watch. We don't want to diminish his, his accomplishments. Not at all. Not at all. All right. Uh, all right. Moving on to 
2023 bust of the year. Our nominees this year were Russell Wilson of the Gotham Knights, Kyle Pitts of the Popular Ballers, and Najee Harris of the Pit Kings. And the winner is Russell Wilson of the Gotham Knights. Oh, so rightfully deserved. Russell Wilson was absolutely <laughs> dreadful this year. Um, he was famously stripped of his captaincy by myself <laughs> in the middle of the season. He lost his starting job to Daniel Jones. Uh, it should have maybe been benched in real life, too. I just had a horrible year. Um, but I will say... Well, actually, two things. One, I'm really proud of the league for voting for someone who actually did just kind of sucked instead of an injury. I feel like that was a trend in the past. So glad to see Russell get this with this award. Uh, what do you guys think? Um, well, I, I I guess I'm grateful uh, that I spent all offseason <laughs> trying to acquire Denver's Broncos offensive players and was unsuccessful in doing so. <laughs> I was trying to get Jerry Judy, trying to get Cortland Sutton. Me too. Uh, and thought, you know, I was really excited for Albert Okuwe Boom. Uh, uh, had him on my team and thought, between Hamlin and Okuwe Boonham, uh, my stocks are soaring to the moon. And I'm glad that that's all the investment I had because, yeah, just a brutal year for their entire offense because of his uh, his struggles. It's like inexplicable. I don't know what's what happened with Russell Wilson last year. And I'm going to hope that it's just Nathaniel Hackett was the biggest moron the world's ever seen. Yeah, I, I hope so too. I I saw a lot of people, uh, like trying to figure it out throughout the year on different podcasts and things. And I, I heard one guy say, like, you know, if you tried to imagine what it would be like in real life to move jobs like he did and move cities and all the stuff like that, at it and all, you know, he's only known one thing, and you know, he's just kind of making excuses for it. But I could, it it allowed me to, um, what's the word, like suspend my disbelief that he's like washed just enough that Sean Payton has me excited for him again next year. Shout out to uh turtle daddy 69 too, for campaigning for Wilson to <laughs> Yeah, he did from getting this award in the discord. I really felt like he swayed the public heavily. Uh, you know, a lot of reactions to those comments. Yeah, he did. And uh, it kept, it kept your boy Kyle uh, from getting any more votes. So I know you appreciate <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. And I was just looking at uh, Najee Harris's because I remember there was a tra- he was traded at the beginning of this year to the Pit Kings. It was from the Rocky Mountain Mooses. Um, so as far as our league goes, I think that storyline could have boosted his vote some just because that was the only one that the player that changed hands, you know, going into the season. I think uh, Wilson was already a knight and Pitts was a baller already. Um, so we'll see if that uh, trade continues to look kind of lopsided from from where we are now. Yeah, I'm curious to see uh, what happens with Najee because you know he has super he was super hyped going into last year and in my other league that we always talk about on this podcast, uh, I traded him for Justin. Why do I keep saying Justin today? Josh Jacobs, not Justin, and a first round pick last off season, and that turned out to be an incredible draft. So both your Josh Jacobs trades were like the best possible oh, off season yeah. moves you, moves you could have made. Yeah, Najee yeah. was sorry. Go ahead. Oh no! It's one of the last. I was to say I was I was a little upset that uh, Josh Jacobs didn't get enough Player of the Year nominees to make it onto the nominee list. I thought he he could have uh, crept up there, but he didn't. Yeah, deserving of some recognition. Um, Najee was dealing with an injury for the first half of last season. His numbers did look better in the second half, so um, hopefully that's more of the Najee Harris we'll see in twenty twenty three. 
All right, moving on to 2023 Rookie of the Year Award. Our nominees this year was Garrett Wilson of the Rocky Mountain Mooses, Chris Olav of the God Kings, and what, smile, what is it, Olave? Yeah, you're good. <laughs> okay, okay. And Kenneth Walker III of the Marley Magic. And the winner of 2023 Rookie of the Year is Kenneth Walker, running back, Marley Magic. A phenomenal season for both him as an individual player, second overall pick in the 2022 rookie draft, uh, and for the Magic as a whole. Uh, he benefited from a breakout Seattle offense, um, just like we were talking about the Broncos as uh, just offensive death completely in the worst possible sense like couldn't move yeah. the ball their offense was dead uh the seahawks everyone rode off like all off season long people were talking about how the seahawks offense is going to be terrible uh you don't want any seahawks offensive players but that couldn't have been farther from the truth they were talented across the board thanks to geno smith's surprise year and kenneth walker a huge beneficiary um in a sensational season for him yeah i uh i, I guess i see where this where people went with this award, I, he was probably the highest finishing like in his position out of these three guys. But as far as watching them play, I was much more impressed with the two receivers uh, that were up for this award. But um, it is always fun. A, a good Seattle Seahawks like tough running back is is always fun. So I'm excited to watch Kenneth Walker play in the future. You did say the vote was close between these three, I believe. Very close. We were on yes. Air. So one um, separated all three of them. Yeah, it, impressive seasons for Wilson and Olave. It will be interesting to see the career projectories, uh, career projections, trajectories, projections of these three players. And um, but we should not neglect Brees Hall too, who is yes. maybe last year's most exciting exciting rookie, but um, was not nominated because of his brutal in injury. But a really exciting rookie class across the board. Uh, we saw what players like Christian Watson did. Um, at the end of the first round draft. And um, I'm sure there are plenty more rookies who will be breaking out this season as sophomores. All right. Our next award is 2023 most coveted player nominees this year are Patrick Mahomes of the winter faces, Justin Jefferson of the bruise Matthews and Jamar chase of touchdown 10 Abbey. And the winner is Patrick Mahomes of the winter faces. Oh man, it's crazy. All three of these are highly desirable, uh, I believe. And I, it was a close vote. Um, I, I was trying to remember who won last year. I feel like it might've been Jefferson. Was it? I, I know it's been, been between Mahomes and Jefferson like every yeah. year pretty much. <laughs> and I can see that being the case, like, honestly, probably for the next couple of years too. Um, I don't think Mahomes is, uh, desirability is going to go down anytime soon especially with the two quarterback league uh and just seeing how other quarterbacks have had ups and downs like herbert has his had his struggles lamar jackson potentially changing teams so herbert i mean uh mahomes has been like the solid rock uh with josh allen so i'm surprised he josh allen also did not get nominated yeah it's interesting or like hurts the player of the year um didn't get nominated um i don't know what it is about mahomes that appeals to voters more than those other quarterbacks. Maybe there's some perceived longevity with Mahomes since he doesn't run as much as those other players. Yeah. Um, consistency. Consistency. I yeah. Why, I'm pretty sure I voted for him. I think that was why. Yeah, just to have that solid of a piece for as many years as quarterback can potentially play for. 
on your team. Yeah, I covered it. I covered you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I voted for Mahomes last year, and this year I voted for. Or no, uh, maybe I don't know, but I know I voted for him this year for sure. And my, my main reason was Tyree Kill was gone this year, and he still did incredible things. And so seeing that, uh, you know, it just makes you think it doesn't really matter who's there; he's gonna do what he does. And I believe he was the uh, highest scoring player on the year, highest scoring quarterback on the year at least. Um, he had one of the best years of his career this year. And a surprise that many weren't expecting after the trade of Tyree Kill. Right. But two promising young wide receivers there too. Uh, Jeff- Jefferson and Chase, very deserving as well. Absolutely. All right. Next up is 2023 player most likely to take a huge step forward. Our nominees are Kyle Pitts of the Popular Ballers, Drake London of the Pit Kings, and Chris Olave of the God Kings. And the winner of the 2023 most likely, uh, yeah, whatever. Jake just read the whole name. Uh, <laughs> it's Drake London of the Pit Kings. An exciting award for a young roster. Um, we didn't mention Drake London as a nominee for the Rookie of the Year, but uh, I don't think it's anything to do with his talent. Uh, it seems like voters agree by giving him this award for um, most player most likely to take a huge step forward. Um, I'll spoil my ballot to say that he was who I voted for. And um, largely because Olave already feels like he's there. I don't feel like there's like that much of a next step for Olave to take. I mean, I guess it would be actually finishing as like a top five or top 10 receiver, but I already view him as one of the um, best. And I don't know what we do with Kyle Pitts. We can talk about him now. Or we can save that conversation. But Drake London is, if, if the Falcons start passing the ball more, which I guess is the same argument for Kyle Pitts, if the Falcons just start passing the ball, surely they'll both be exceptional. Yeah, I thought this was really curious as well. I I voted for Olave uh, mainly because I I do think he could reach like top ten uh material. And now that Derek Carr's there, I mean he's supported some pretty awesome receivers in the last couple of years with Devonte Adams. Uh, it's been really good. So I could, or I guess it was just one year. But anyways, um, he's capable of supporting someone like that. And I think with London, uh, I guess that his high draft capital, like him being the the first receiver, I think he was the first last year out of all those good young players that did pop off. He was kind of the one that was like right on the edge. So I, I could see the, the appeal that make thinking he would join the rest of them next year. But um, I don't know. One of the two of them between him and Pitts, one of them has to take a step up for the Falcons. They've put too much investment in, in those pass catchers. Jake, are you viewing Kyle Pitts as a player prime to take a step forward in 2023? Yeah. I feel like he's on the ballot just because it'd be hard for him not to do better than he did this year. At least you'd like to think it would be, but uh, I, I wouldn't say I'm counting on him at this rate. <laughs> uh, after seeing what two years now of his development, definitely a decline, even just last year from his rookie season. So it's uh, like you said, it's, a lot of it seems tied to the team he's on and what's going on with their yeah, back offense, to so. back to back years. They've spent top ten draft picks on pass catchers and. Arthur Smith won't use them. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. Um, it's the reports from this offseason are indicating that Desmond Ritter is going to start the year as their starting quarterback, too. So maybe, I mean, if that's true, like Hunter is saying, then um, Olave should be the runaway winner in this category. No offense to 
God Kings quarterback Desmond Ritter, but um, so much uncertainty around uh, him as a as a passing quarterback. I think he could be a very valuable dynasty asset, even if he um, is not able to support Pitts in London because of his running ability. So I don't think that's a knock on him as much as it is Arthur Smith as a play caller and the skill set that that Ritter brings. Um, but who knows? Maybe a lot of offseason ahead of us, and there are always some wild twists and turns. I'm dreaming of a Lamar Jackson to Atlanta um, trade of some kind, and I know the Pit Kings fans are too. That would be something else. I'd like that. All right. Our next award is the roster best set for the future. The nominees were the Rocky Mountain Mooses and the Popular Ballers. And the winner is the Popular Ballers. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, we're happy for you, Jake. Uh, thank you. Thank you for, for the, the pity votes. But um, <laughs> these are definitely the two teams I I think come to mind most often. People think of, uh, I don't know if rebuilding is the right word, but like the end of a rebuild maybe, like the, the teams that you expect to take a jump soon and who have definitely been harvesting picks for a while. Um, you could maybe start to put the matriarchs in that category with some of the picks they acquired uh, this past season. But um, I don't remember if I voted for myself or not. <laughs> I probably voted for him just because I don't want to jinx uh, the ballers. But I think it really could have gone either way. It was pretty uh, lopsided for you. It was uh, really it was seven to two on the vote. So uh, if if uh, Zach voted for himself, which he pro- knowing him, he probably did, then you may have been the only other person to vote for him. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild i wonder if it's just the hype of Bijan. everybody's excited to see Bijan on the on the popular ballers i'm yeah. excited to see that just the the narratives that are going to be coming from the beat reporters on the running back room for for the ballers because it's going to be quite crowded uh with the stars that he's going to have in there i feel like there's probably some popular ballers bias too people just want this team to do well not only just because they've been friendly bad but also you know it'd be an aaron's team and stuff it'd just be cool to see them become competitive so uh but we'll take it an award is an an award Uh, (laughs) kyle pitts is certainly part of the excitement too i've not been playing dynasty i mean as most of the people in the league we've only been playing it for as long as this league has been around and so I've not had this experience with like a player that everybody's like, oh, they're going to break out. They're going to break out. And then the next year comes along and you're just convinced they're going to break out. I know it's surely happened in the past, but like at what point <laughs> I'm not throwing cold water on Kyle Pitts yet. I'm really excited to see where his career takes off. But it's like, at what point do you just kind of give up on a player or am I always going to feel that kind of hype with Kyle Pitts? Yeah, that's a great thing. I have I feel like I have seen that a couple of times uh, but one that came to my mind immediately when you said that was Corey Davis, actually, yeah. the former Titan. He kind of had that uh, mystique around him when I first started playing Dynasty. Uh, people thought he was going to break out forever. I, I just want to point out, Jake has, assuming he does draft Bajan, which it seems like the, you know, Moose is already on the clock. It's a done deal. He's <laughs> ranked as on keep trade, cut as, bleh, keep trade Cut as the top running back. Brees Hall is the second. And then um, J.K. Dobbins and... Uh, who's the other Javante Williams are both in the top 15. So Jake is just absolutely loaded at running back. If they can stay healthy, it's going to be uh, hopefully the season of destiny for the popular ballers, but wow. we'll see. We'll see. All right. On to our final award for 2023. 
on the ballot. I'm realizing now it says 2022 three. Uh, two, three, two, three. <laughs> so we're planning way in the future here for our descendants. Uh, but the nominees <laughs> this year were Wyatt Keener of the Winter Faces, William Spicer of the Brews Matthews, and the co-GM duo Brian Oding and Noah Moyers of the Marley Magic. And the winner of 2023 General Manager of the Year is Wyatt Keener, Winter Faces. All right. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Congratulations. Appreciate, it. Appreciate the votes. Thank We're you looking for the forward to making honor. Wyatt uh, announce his own reward ever since we yes. saw who was getting this one. So. Yeah, you guys are playing into this narrative. Hunter is eager to get the target <laughs> off of his back. That's right. Um, I was, I honestly was shocked by this win, and it's not just faux humility, but um, it's always interesting to know, like, this is one of those votes, just like any leagues, like MVP award or coach of the year award or whatever. It's like, what do voters value? And it seems like they just care about the championship at the end of the season, because um, Williams team was the best team by regular season standards, and Ryan and Noah seemed to outperform their roster, um, which, uh, I don't know, I thought people might value more than anything. Yeah. But I'm grateful to take home the award, the award. So thank you guys. Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely been interesting to watch that over the years. I think, I assume did you win last year? Noah? I mean, Noah, uh, my brain is fried y'all. It's after school. Good. Why I mean, did you win last year? Noah's name was on the ballot. It's not like you pulled that out of nowhere. <laughs> um, I think I did. I, I don't know. Um, for sure. But I think I did. Yeah, I'm pretty I guess sure Katie won year one. So, we just yes. go for the champion every year. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I was like, has the champion just, it's been the champion every time. Uh, but I mean, there's nothing really wrong with that. I guess if we voted before the playoffs, it would be different. It probably would have been, probably would have been Spicer. So, yeah. Um, and it's a, I guess, a off season topic because I think in most sporting leagues, they do vote at the end of the regular season. But I know yeah. that's a lot of work. I, I don't know that we should either because the regular season's so short. Maybe this debate shouldn't be happening on a podcast. I'm curious, Hunter, what you think. No, I, I, I'm fine with it being after the playoffs. I just, the first year we did it, it was so nice because we did it immediately afterwards, uh, back before I was teaching. And uh, <laughs> it was a lot easier to put that type of thing together. But uh, yeah, I need everyone to just remind me and be like, okay, let's do it right now uh, when, the, when the championship ends next year so we can all keep it fresh on our minds. Yeah, I wonder how much the playoff narratives affect even like Mahomes winning player or most coveted player. Cause it's like, well, he's coming off a Super Bowl championship and everybody's thinking about that. I don't know. Would we have a different most coveted player if we took this vote after week 17? Yeah, that's a good question. And, and I also want to say too, uh, I guess I, I was uh, thinking I wanted to add in some extra categories. I just repeated the same ones as last year, but uh, there's no rules. So if anyone thinks of some fun ideas for, for awards next year, we can, uh, you know, give awards out to whoever we want to. Well, uh, should we maybe, um, I, I didn't do any prep work and I don't think any of you guys did, but uh, any, any players that you guys can think of that either on your team or others who you feel like got uh, jobbed even in the nomination process. I know Hunter, you had brought up Josh Jacobs and what a phenomenal season he had and not even saying you didn't, didn't even argue that he should have necessarily won these awards, but no. uh, to not see him honored with an award, uh, it's a tough consolation meeting you're going to have to have with him this off season. Yeah, it is. No, the other one I was thinking about actually was it's it's crazy. There wasn't a place really for Christian McCaffrey to fit into this year. And I think if there had been, if we had some type of like comeback player of the year award or something, you know, bounce back something, uh, he probably should have won that because 
everyone was expecting him to get hurt this year and 49ers used him so well that he didn't so he killed it for you yeah he was particularly instrumental in my playoff run um yeah, there's a lot of fun awards that could happen i mean austin eckler had a phenomenal season like you said he was the highest scoring player on the yeah. year right that wasn't yep. a quarterback even more than kelsey in a tight end premium league so um i mean a lot of the uh top players we've just i guess come to expect their uh their greatness i'm looking at a total point score geno smith was the 13th overall point score um so wow. I don't know. I don't know how we would necessarily. necessarily yeah, Gino would be a good one too. I feel like I guess comeback, maybe. Yeah, comeback um, or like some type of unexpected, like breakout performance. Breakout, maybe. I like that. Yeah, something that's not rookie related, but just any player that hits you know a top level that hadn't in previous years. Because Jacobs would be eligible yeah. for like either of those, it seems. Because that's true. He, it's not like he was hurt, like McCaffrey was or whatever, but he was. He certainly reached a level that he had up before and was key to your success um, so well uh it's been a fun awards show thank you for coming on hunter and uh adding your analysis to it and uh your um i know you're required as commissioner to be here at the awards yes. ceremony but <laughs> your presence looms large and these players all were uh, very happy to uh, be handed the awards from you directly Absolutely. And uh, look forward to applying those tags on Sleeper. Um, if I may, real quick before we leave, I did have to make an announcement to the league uh, as commissioner and as general manager of the Gotham Knights. But um, it, has, uh, it needs to be brought to attention that a YouTube personality known as Mr. Beast has been eliminated and dismissed from the Gotham Knights franchise. Uh, there was reports of him being uh, hired into an official role, uh, and that was more of a, a subterfuge um that he he just kind of showed up and started acting on behalf of me and he has been dismissed. So I apologize uh, for whatever he did to you or with you in your DMs. Short tenure. Wow. I'd love to get a behind the scenes story. It may take years for that story to fully be told. It I might. You didn't? <laughs> I don't think I did. Maybe I missed it. No, uh, Mr. Beast had sent me kind of a long, uh, some some are calling it a manifesto that he was trying to uh, uh, give to you for a marketing campaign uh, dealing with the <laughs> the Joker. And I, I think uh, you would have shot it down anyway. So it's better that it didn't get sent. Okay. Mr. Beast was trying to get some of that CGF Minis money, probably. Trying yeah. to partner with them. Send some... Uh, some make some prank videos with CGF minis. Bad All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jake, take us home. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. And we will talk to you guys next week.